Season two, episode 10, Tablescape Tips and Trends. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. If you've been on Pinterest sometime within the last three years, then you've probably pinned a picture with an elaborate tablescape as the main focus. Or you're like me and have an entire Pinterest board dedicated just to tablescapes. I have one too, so guilty <laughs> as well, there raising is. my hand. <laughs> I was raising my hand too. Oh, like the little, the little like uh, emoji girl with her hand raised up. That's, that's us right now. <laughs> tablescapes, I guess I kind of started seeing them on Pinterest because I was playing my wedding and you probably feel the same way. But now it's more and more creeped into like everyday or not everyday dinners, but you know, like dinner parties or holidays and more of a semi-annual <laughs> appearance. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Because I started looking at them for my wedding, which I mean, I kept our wedding centerpieces fairly simple. And then now like tablescapes seem so elaborate and it's not just for weddings or showers. It seems like it's for, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I feel like having people over for dinner tonight, I better have this like elaborate tablescape thing going on. Yeah, more than just a centerpiece, you know, more than just a bouquet of flowers and a vase. Exactly. Um, Or candles. And I have a theory and Jackie, I think I've shared this theory with you before. Okay. And okay, this is kind of weird. It's a tangent, but bear with me. It makes sense. So I recently, within the last year, started watching The Real Housewives. Okay. (laughs) And I never watched them before. My mom had like watched some of the Miami ones because that's where she grew up. So she kind of liked seeing the different parts of the city. And so I started watching the New York one. I think I was sick or something. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start from the beginning. And in the very beginning of the episodes, which was like 2007, the interior design was just not the same. And I'm not talking about like style wise. I'm just talking about like the finished product, you know, put togetherness. Like it just was not the same level. And so my theory is that Pinterest has seriously changed the world and everyone's house looks way better now because we have access to tips and resources that were before reserved for just professional interior designers. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever shared that with me before, but I definitely agree. And I could write like... Like a thesis, a thesis about it. For, yeah, no, not yeah. just interior design, but like everything. Party everything. planning, weddings. Yeah. I mean, if you look back, but even from 2007, I mean, these homes, which were on TV, and reality TV, I think, has to do with that too, because before, you know, the sitcoms homes looked great and put together and they right. were well designed. Because it was like a f- one room, like, you know, like right, right. three walls and that was, was it. was a set, but now that reality right. TV is real people's homes. I mean, if you look seriously, watch like an older reality TV, even keeping up with the Kardashians, but like the real housewives, you would see like a messy kitchen and you do not see that now. No. And I think part of it yet, like with Pinterest, yes, it's because there's more resources, but I think Mm -hmm. at the same time, there's more expectation and like more pressure because we're like oh well people can go on pinterest and see you know this perfect like designed Mm -hmm. kitchen and so my kitchen better look that way and like i better look 
Pinterest ready like every time I walk out the door. No. So it like it puts those expectations well, on us too. And and with like the rise of the blogging, I mean, I seriously could write a thesis on how the internet and social media, Pinterest, blogging has changed our world. Yes. And that there's a reason why so many younger girls are developing eating disorders. And a lot mm-hmm. of this is because these bloggers are so-called real people. And I'm you know, can be probably accused of some of this, of portraying, you know, like putting out, you put your best self out online, but these bloggers who people maybe are naive or they just really think that these people live this life and they're skinny, thin with the newest clothes and their house looks perfect. And that's just not true. And it's just sad. There's a lot of Photoshop. There's a lot of stage. There's, you know, they work with professional photographers. Well, I'm thinking like in the Rising Tide Facebook group, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then there's those posts that are Instagram versus reality. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a shot of like what they put on Instagram and then they'll like have a wider shot or an unedited shot to show what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's one part of their house or their set or whatever that's like perfectly like put together and decorated. And that's what's on Instagram. And then you step back and there's piles of laundry right next to it. Right. And you just don't see that in the picture. Right. And I'm thinking I'm guilty of that too because like mm-hmm. on Instagram, Instagram, whenever I post pictures of my very simple tablescapes, I'm not going to put out all of my dishes to take a picture. So I put one place setting and take a picture and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, and confessions. No, I mean, but it's true. And it's just, Mm -hmm. that's why I like this podcast because we are, it's not visual. So we're just talking about trends and we're talking about things and we're talking about like things that we want to attain. But we don't have it all together. Like we're not presenting this unrealistic expectation and it's just a lot of pressure, but that's why we're here because we're here to say, Hey, low bar lifestyle. We can make it look pretty good, but it doesn't have to be perfect. And you don't have to spend a ton of money and you don't have to buy all new things in order to yeah. achieve it. And you don't have to be Pinterest perfect. No, you like, don't. Nobody is Pinterest perfect. Also, I bought the low bar lifestyle muscle tank today. I'm so excited. Okay. I want to get the sweatshirt. So the home edit, which is like our, one of our favorite Instagram accounts, they released a pre-order of their shirts. It might still be up by this time next week when this episode goes live. So. I don't know. I think it was only like two days. Oh, really? So it might okay. be like a week over. I think that's what they said. Okay. Well, I'm so getting... you better get yours tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to get the sweatshirt. I had to find my card. Anyway, yeah, because um, they were not living the low bar lifestyle. No, they didn't let me use PayPal. And I have Rude. a theory that if you don't have PayPal, then I don't buy from you because I'm lazy. But that's a different story. Except for <laughs> the home edit, because yeah, I'll find like, my car. You have to, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tell everybody like, three times a day. I'm like, no, low bar lifestyle. Don't do that. That's why I have PayPal as like the only checkout on my website because. I know that I'm lazy, so other people must be too. Anyway, okay, let us go into the tablescapes because that is why you are here. So we're going to start with some trends. Absolutely. And kind of, I wanted to give a little like insight to my background with tablescapes. I, we only have a four person table, so our tablescape isn't very elaborate, like when I do a centerpiece, but I have decorated tables for like luncheons, you know, little ladies luncheons or dinners at churches or like with the Single Mountain Guild. And then I did one year for my parents, they were doing Thanksgiving. It's my mom bought 
this flat pumpkin, you know, like this kind of like Cinderella type pumpkins. Yeah. And I was going to carve it to put like a vase in with flowers, you know? Okay. But she had it sitting and she bought it early on because she's like, oh, all the good pumpkins are going to be bought or whatever. And then it rotted. Oh. And it was sitting on her antique sewing table. No. Yeah, and it rotted. And they like didn't know. It like started to smell. And they were like, what is that? And they realized it had rotted the bottom out. So oh my I did carve a pumpkin and then put flowers in it. And then we put it on like a little wood slab that I got from Home Goods. But that is really the most elaborate holiday tablescape that I've really done personally. That's kind of where I am. We have on a normal day, our table is just four people, but it's big enough that we can have six or even eight Mm -hmm. if we had enough chairs. And so like for Christmas last year, we had, um, I've talked about it before, we had like friend miss. So I had like a little mini tablescape, but since part of my style is like simple, I'm never going to do an elaborate tablescape anyway, because it just would be out of place in my house. Yeah. Um, I kind of have like an everyday tablescape because it's just me and Drew. So like, I don't, we don't have to move a lot of stuff if we eat there. So I have this metal trough, trough thing. I don't know what to call it. Um, that I keep in the center with some milk jugs in it. And then I can change whatever's in those milk jugs out depending on the season. So right now it's wheat. And then with Christmas, I'll do like some like winter berry branches or something. So that way it's very simple, but it still looks like I put more effort into it than I did. Yeah. All we have is we have a little marble triv, trivet, trivet, trivet. Um, I always say trivet. Yeah. Trivet. Someone corrected me once though. I don't know. It's a white marble. And then I have a Kate Spade vase that Rachel got me. And then I change out the flowers. And then I have two really pretty gold candlesticks with tall dinner candles on either side. So that's all I have. That's my standard what's on the table. So trends. So we will start with trends. So, okay, Jackie, so you can kick us off on trends. When I was looking at trends, I was looking a lot at Thanksgiving tablescapes, which is one of the reasons that we're doing this now in case you are hosting Thanksgiving. So a lot of the trends that I saw were very similar to the fall trends that we talked about a few episodes ago, where, you know, it's like bringing nature inside and using very natural things, using pumpkins, colored pumpkins, fabric pumpkins as the centerpiece. I saw a lot of tablescapes with a whole bunch of different size pumpkins, just like scattered through the middle Mm -hmm. of the table. And then plaid, of course. And then a couple things that are more like do-it-yourself, but really fun. One, if you want to do assigned seating, make your own napkin rings out of like craft paper and print on them like I'm thankful for and then put the person. that's cute. Yeah, because that way like it's a name card without being like in your face. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, thanking the person for taking the time to like come to your house and like all that stuff. And then if you're having kids or you just are a little whimsical or something. I don't know. Instead of doing like a traditional tablecloth, do like a craft paper tablecloth and have everyone be able to like write on the tablecloth what they're thankful for. Oh, that's neat. So that's like the macaroni grill before it burned down. Exactly. <laughs> Other people have macaroni grill. We just don't have one in Augusta yeah, so I guess anymore. someone like someone committed down in the middle of the night. Everything's fine. Yeah. Someone committed arson. Yeah. So some things that I've noticed was monochromatic, mm-hmm. especially with like the pumpkins that you were talking about when they have the different sizes. So have every have a bunch of different textures and objects going on, but just have them. You either spray paint them all the same color or buy them all the same color, but a lot of monochrome tablescapes. And then also, I think this is probably an influence from wedding and millennials. I mean, 
millennials are really the trendsetters right now. And that's going to continue until our kids are of age. But we're, you know, all kind of around the married age, getting married or thinking about getting married or our friends are getting married. So very romantic tablescapes, a lot of flowers scattered throughout and candelabras, stuff like that. Another one was unexpected objects. So just random found objects, very eclectic (laughs) kind of a thing, random vegetables and fruit that you usually wouldn't see. And that goes into flower arrangements as well, incorporating more greenery and berries and different textures than just florals. And artichokes. Like, why are there so many? Like, I love artichokes, but Joanna Gaines, it's one of those things I don't agree with you. Like, it's weird. Uh, If you like artichokes, go for it. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I like it when there's unexpected stuff, but that is, there is a lot of artichokes, I agree. Weird. Something else is beyond tablescape. So whether that's hanging stuff from the ceiling or if you're eating outside, hanging chandeliers from the tree, you know, that hovers above it, Mm -hmm. but really taking the tablescape up dimensionally by hanging over it. And then also off the tablescape as well, which is just about, you know, setting the table, whatever I include all this, but using different items as chairs. So a poof or a crate using weird (laughs) items for chairs. And maybe some of that is because we're millennials and we we don't have enough chairs. (laughs) We're poor. No, we don't have chairs or whatever, (laughs) but kind of getting creative. matching chairs. Yeah. Yeah, getting creative with that. So those were some of the things I noticed. I can see that, especially going back to how, you know, things are influenced by weddings right now, especially tablescapes. I've seen so many styled wedding shoots outdoor, particularly where not a single chair matches. Yeah. And so I can see that, you know, now it's just, I mean, it might be because you don't have enough chairs. I don't have enough chairs. I'm like, I can have, with me and Drew, I can have four other people over. Everyone else, you can stand. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. You're going to have to go into the living room. Pretty much, which is what we do. Yeah. I had to, I mean, I brought in a table <laughs> when I threw a oh, yeah. birthday party here and he's a triplet. So his sisters, he has two sisters and then him. Right. And so we had like 12 people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like we're hosting Drew's mom's side of the family for Christmas Eve and they don't have like a formal sit down meal. So it's not as big a deal, but we're going to have to like fit as many people as we can. There's like 30 people. I think I count it. Wow. So like, you know, fit as many people into our dining room table as we can. Put hopefully the weather's nice. People can sit on our outdoor table. We'll put like a folding table out on the deck. <laughs> yeah. I just mean, have people everywhere. You're gonna have to borrow. <laughs> yes. You're gonna have to borrow some borrow table all the things. So okay. So those are kind of some trends and we'll link our uh fall trends episode as well as our two thousand and seventeen yes. trends episode. Both of those get listens every single week. So mm-hmm. they're super popular. So you'll probably like them. And they're some of my favorite episodes as well. Mine too. Um, so, okay, Jackie, let's say I'm a listener or I'm like me and I've never really done an elaborate tablescape. What are some mm-hmm. like, beginning tips that you would probably give someone? So my first, okay, I have like two like big tips. The first thing I would say though is choose a theme. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm going to make it like foresty or, you know, whatever. The theme could be, I'm just going to make it blue or I'm going to make it this color just so you have a starting point because otherwise it's so overwhelming because what are you going to do? What's the centerpiece going to be? 
are you doing a tablecloth? So if you start with the theme, you can, you know, you can narrow it down at least before you go on Pinterest and be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And what's your second? Um, So my second big one is keep your guests in mind. So, you know, if it's all adults, you can probably be a little riskier with the quality of items that you're putting in you know, mm-hmm. especially your centerpieces. Um, you can put things that are a little more breakable, but if you're going to have kids, keep that in mind and have things that you don't care too much about if they break or things that just aren't breakable. Yeah. I mean, those are, I, I didn't even think about the other one, but I don't really, oops, I just dropped my We phone. don't have like too many friends with kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not having, or like kids that are, you know, are more than a baby. So exactly. Yeah. Those are really good tips. I, my thing, I didn't really have, those kind of broad tips. But mine is like, you know, just like we talked about with party planning in an episode that we had Kayla come on is, you know, the first thing that I really think about when I'm like, okay, if I'm going to decorate this space is like, okay, well, what type of table is it? If it's a rectangular table that I know I'm going to do like a linear, maybe with a runner and kind of do down the center. But if it's a circular table, then it has to be more of a cluster centerpiece right. and you can do clusters on a rectangle but you kind of have to like join them together okay what type of table a you can't do like some linear decoration if you have a circular <laughs> table and then two think about function because yes. you can put a lot of random junk on your table but if someone can't find the salt and pepper then that's an issue. So yes, you can get fancy all day long. But to me, instead of trying to buy like a million different pumpkins from the dollar store and spray painting them all the same color, like find cute pumpkin salt and pepper shakers. You know, you can like Mm -hmm. buy those kind of knickknack functional pieces that will change through the season pretty inexpensively at our favorite place, Home Goods. That's themed. So focus on that. And then an easy way, which I've seen a ton, this kind of goes in with the trends is to make your place settings seasonal without having to buy all new dishes is just to buy, and it could even be plastic, like a themed salad plate. Yes, exactly. That's my favorite thing. Well, my favorite thing to do in the future. I haven't done it yet. Home Goods right now has some blue and white um, salad plates that I really want. But, really? But it gives it something ours do. Um, I was looking. Send me a picture. I might have you buy me some. I'll send you- okay. Um, if they still have it on Saturday. Okay. Because um, my, my mom last year from Crate and Barrel, she bought white salad plates and it had thankful written on some and then some had like a turkey design and she oh, just I used that. it. I think to be used our Christmas. Oh no. She used her like fine china. that it, So it matched, but it was like $3 plate or something like that. So, and that's because I like the idea of seasonal china, but it's not practical. Yeah. Because like we don't use our fine china too much. And so when we do have like we won't do it for Christmas Eve because there's a lot of kids in Drew's family. But, you know, if we were having a dinner party with all, you know, people our, our age, I'd put our fine china and china. And then instead of having to like have Christmas china that I have to figure out how to store. And then, you know, it only comes out once a year and it's expensive getting that Thanksgiving salad plate mm-hmm. or um, that Christmas salad plate and just to add a little something. Target. So Target, Home Goods, and even the dollar store. Those are like the three main places that you can find inexpensive. And you can just get like a plastic plate and then just take it off when it's ready to eat, you know, but it exactly. makes it look cute. And the dollar store, seriously, it's the best for seasonal stuff. You can buy like, you know, $1 ornaments that look really nice. And you could turn that ornament into a napkin holder. You know, like mm-hmm. you can get creative. Um, 
One of the things that I was going to say too, which I forgot to say earlier, but besides the shape of the table is also the like second thing that I think is important to decide is how you want the napkin to sit on the play setting. So you can either, you know, have a cool napkin holder, put it into a weird shape. Jackie, I expect you to be folding my napkins into like origami. Last year for Christmas, I folded the napkins into Christmas trees. Stop. Okay. I do know how to do that. Um, yeah, it was the easiest thing ever. That's awesome. I still like wouldn't have thought of that. And then also a big trend right now is to, because of the theme salad plate, is to tuck the napkin under the salad plate draping off the table. Which is kind of what I have right now on my fall tablescape. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen it because I think I've posted it like six times. I have, instead of a salad plate, I have a tobacco basket that I made oh, yeah. um, with a little pumpkin inside of it that I got from the dollar section at Target. And then I have the napkin underneath. And at some point, I'm going to paint thankful and grateful and stuff on all the napkins. But I just haven't. That might be a next year project. That's so cute. I really like napkin holders. So I have like a quite a little weird collection of them. And I liked themed ones. And I like, but I like the idea to tuck because I do like, because when you have a napkin holder, it's either going to be on the side or covering up your salad plate or whatever. So I would say one or the other. Yeah. And I, I like napkin holders too. I think they have their place, especially because it is such an easy way to decorate for the season without having to get all new things. And I would say too, before you start going crazy on the centerpiece is put the essentials down (laughs) first and see how much room you have. So, and also decide how you're going to serve dinner. Like if you're going to have dinner in the middle of the table, you obviously can't have Mm -hmm. this huge elaborate centerpiece, but if you're going to have everything at a buffet or, you know, where people make their plates not at the table, then you can have something a little more elaborate. Yeah. Oh, also is like layering is good, just like we talked about with the salad plate. And something that I think just makes it feel really fancy is to do like a charger or I have seen people buy those kind of like wood slabs or a tray and using that as instead of a placemat. Jackie, you sent me a picture of a really cool wooden tray. Yeah, which I I love the idea because it gives it – it's the same shape as like a traditional – placemat Mm -hmm. where chargers you know like are round and aren't that much bigger than your plate where this gives you like your entire play setting is like contained yeah it's just it's an you know layering and thinking of different dimensions it's just a easy way to low bar lifestyle (laughs) but you do have to buy a lot and you have to find like a lot of the same (laughs) which i'm actually looking at a tablescape on google right now it's a christmas tablescape but instead of like chargers or tray or anything they have pages of christmas music so like the christmas um like hymns and stuff like the it's like old music you know or it looks old it might Mm -hmm. not be old they're just like two of them laid side by side the sheet music that's the word i'm looking for um and then the place setting on top of that that's cool. I that's that's a really neat thing. You'd have to have a, like a plain tablecloth though. You probably wouldn't do that with a pattern tablecloth. They don't have any. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of patterns, is we did an episode <laughs> two episodes ago about pattern mixing, and that would be a, that would apply to this too. Not just clothing, and not just with your normal interior design. You know, it would be good to a refresher to listen to if you're gonna be mixing a lot of different linens, and also you have to keep in mind the. Design display that's permanent in your the um the yeah. interior design that's permanent in your house <laughs> yes, how it's gonna absolutely. kind of mesh with what your plan for the tablescape is yeah and just how i do that especially i think it's even 
more important to be mindful of your patterns because your table is a smaller area than the room. And so I think if Mm -hmm. patterns clash, it's going to be more noticeable faster because your eye is going to go directly to it because it doesn't have a lot of places to go. Um, But in mine, because right now we have a plaid scarf that I'm using as a tablecloth. The only other pattern we have in our dining room is our curtains, which are more of a floral and plaid is a stripe. And then for Christmas, we also use plaid, but a different plaid. We use the Royal Stewart uh, tartan. So it's still that stripe and that floral. Um, so it, it's not clashing against each yeah. other too much. And the unsung hero of play settings to me is goblets. I'm obsessed with beautiful goblets. So like wine glasses, water glasses. So really have fun. That goes back to my functional comment is buy fancier accessories, if you will, (laughs) for even like your dishes and decorate with those rather than just adding a bunch of random junk. (laughs) Yes, because that way it's practical. You can use it not just when you're doing full tablescape. And with tablescapes, you have to be careful about the height of the centerpieces because you want people to be able to see each other across the table. And if you're focusing on the essentials, that's not going to be an issue. Yeah. 100% agree. I didn't even think about mentioning the height thing because that's the most annoying thing when like you can't see the person across from you. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And you're like doing that like head bob every time you're like trying to talk to them or then you get annoyed and you just end up moving the whole thing and then the hostess is like, oh, I spend so much time on that. Oh, and as a note, you can buy really inexpensive chargers and goblets. Seriously, check your dollar store. Like you would be amazed at what's there. And so even if the charger maybe isn't the right color that you need, you can, you can paint yeah, it. You can spray paint it because that's not something that you're going to be really like, you know, hand to mouth. So actually most chargers say directly on them, like, do not eat off yeah, of this. Yeah. So that's something that's cool. And like if your grandmother gives you chargers or something, like you can repaint those too. Go to yard sales. I mean, there's ways that you can have a fancy looking table without spending a lot of money. And like I said, the dollar store seriously has good, I mean, it's inexpensive and not the best quality, but cool glassware. Um, yes. Um, and the Christmas tree shop too. I don't, I think that's a chain. It's owned by Bed Bath & Beyond. I think they have a lot of chargers, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I got my chargers. We right now only have red ones, which works for me in my fall and Christmas decor. So I get to use them for several, several months, but they were like maybe $3 a piece. Yeah, I mean, super cheap. Yeah, there's really good stuff. So, going while we're still talking mm-hmm. about goblets, check out your antique stores mm-hmm. too. Because when I visited Jacqueline last and we went antiquing, I got a decanter that came with six gorgeous, gorgeous, very unique goblets that I'm completely planning on using in my tablescapes. Oh, and one last note is. to use Pinterest for your tablescape is just like I've said with interior design is look at the picture and the composition and then try to recreate it with objects that you already have. So, so it's not necessarily, okay, well, I like all those, that, that flower, those flowers or whatever. It's like, okay, well, how is it arranged and can I mimic the arrangement and the composition, but not the actual objects? And don't be afraid to scale it down because yeah. a lot of oh, yeah. Pinterest tablescapes are way over the top, not practical, practical at all. But you can see the elements and see kind of how they have things clustered or arranged and then 
scale it back so that it fits your style and it fits your house. Okay. Have you heard that thing that people say about like bloggers when they like post donuts every day or whatever? It's like, she didn't eat that. It's like at the yeah. tablescapes, it's like no one ate there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it's so true. Like that was a styled shoot. <laughs> There's a lot of things to think about. Like, okay, name cards, Jackie mentioned menus too, if you want to print those out. I mean, there's a lot, you can get really creative and I hope this inspires you to do a tablescape maybe for a holiday, but also takes a little bit of the pressure and the, <laughs> the overwhelm. Don't, don't be overwhelmed by tablescapes and don't think you have to have this perfect one because if you're hosting a dinner party or a holiday, you already have a lot on your plate with you know making sure all the food is ready. And so the tablescape is one of those things you can do early and then you know maybe just add the fresh yeah. flowers if you're going to do that. So that way it's done, it's taken care of, and you're not stressing yourself out over something that people might not remember, to yeah. be honest. Okay, so that is all I had. And you want to go into chit-chat? <laughs> Yes, because that is all I had to. Yay, chit chat. So what's going on? We are redecorating our living room. So excited. I know. I saw you just posted the picture of the buffalo curtains. Yes, we got – because I've said it before, I love buffalo check. So we got buffalo check curtains. We painted – last week we painted it – a very light blue that our whole house is going to be eventually. And then this weekend we are going to start putting up some shelves um, by our fireplaces. That is going to so look starting so to get good. There. And I'm getting a giant like 40-inch clock for above the couch that will be here in like two weeks. Oh, exciting. We are redoing mm-hmm. our bedroom, but just the decor. Yeah. And I'm waiting for some throw pillows to come in. And then I'll be posting. They're so pictures. cute. I know. I'm excited. Okay. So you've mentioned it, I know, in your Instagram stories, but in case anyone missed it or don't follow you or whatever, what's your inspiration behind like redoing your bedroom? Oh, yeah. I don't think I've mentioned it on Instagram is maybe we just just talked about it and I'm going to do like, I need to do like a blog post. I really should do, I was thinking about doing on like the Fraser Lim blog, do like a little like studio Mm -hmm. and home tour. And that's my jewelry business. If you're first time listener, this is Jacqueline talking and I have a jewelry business and I have a home office slash studio where I package and make everything and whatever. Okay. So my bedroom, the inspiration from the whole color palette and textures and everything is from this cool map that Jordan's grandmother brought back from Spain. And it's of like the Gibraltar. So like Aren't there like straits? It's between Spain yeah. and Africa? I think. I think. I'm looking it up. Okay. I don't know. Wrong. Yes. Yeah. Between Spain yeah. and Africa? Yep. Spain and Africa. Yeah. Spain and yeah. Africa. Yeah. Right there. So the strait. And Morocco. Yeah. The strait of Gibraltar. And so she brought back and it's this on fabric, but then she had it framed and it has blue, obviously for the water and greens and reds. And my grandfather on my mom's side was from Cuba, but he was very much like European Spanish. So he very much like a lot of, you know, food and stuff. He growing up, we ate things like I made a picadillo um, for dinner today. And that's like a very Spanish with olives and um, raisins. And, you know, that's something that the Spanish conquistadors conquistadors brought with them to South America. We have a Spain map in our uh, living room because Jordan's Jordan's grandmother, so this isn't my side, um, she spent a lot of time in Spain. 
So I don't know if she did a study abroad or I think she went with her sisters. I don't know, but she had a lot of that in her house. And so we inherited that when she passed away last year. So yeah, that's the whole, and I'll post a picture of it in our Facebook group. And something else cool, because you guys started, well, I think it's cool, because um, you guys started kind of redecorating it on your anniversary. Yeah, so I've talked about this before. I love the book, I Love You, Ronnie, and it's by Nancy Reagan. And she published letters back and forth between her and Ronald Reagan. And when they were struggling actors, they would give each other rooms of their house for holidays. So instead of a traditional individual gift, they would redecorate, they would spend the money on gifts like to redecorate their rooms in their house. (laughs) And I just think that's so cool that you guys, maybe not intentionally at first, you know, like, I don't think you were like, oh, let's be, you know, Ron, you know, Nancy and uh, well, Ronnie, but yeah. well, I mean, it, I, that really did stick with me. So, and it, it did come to my mind like, oh, I want to redecorate our room or we need to buy stuff for the room. I'd rather buy stuff for our bedroom than get me a gift. But yeah, um, it was kind of like, I probably would have just gotten lamps or something, you know, and the, the fact that like we right. did so much was like kind of an homage to that story because if it's good enough for yeah. a former president and first lady, that's good enough for me. <laughs> and that is also on my reading list. I'm reading Chip Gaines' book right now. And then I Love You, Ronnie is next because I'm really excited about it. It made me sob. Like it was so, oh, I'm sure it was so sweet. They just have such a sweet love story, no matter what you think politically, you know, politics aside, it's really about the relationship between them. And their kids have even said that they've kind of resented their parents because their parents were so like obsessed with each other <laughs> that they like that the kids never really felt like they were in the club or whatever. Cause it was like, so just them too. And they just, you yeah. know, didn't have to talk to anyone else. I mean, they really just That's- were very in love with each other. I, it sucks that, you know, their kids res- kind of resented them for that. But like when we were going through like our premarital counseling, that was like a theme in like books and um, a video that we watched was you and your spouse should always be the most important thing to each other mm-hmm. when you have kids. And obviously like when you have a newborn and they can't do anything, anything for themselves, there might be a little bit of time where your kids have to come first just because you're good parents, mm-hmm. but you should never repeatedly put your kids over your spouse. Like yeah. it should always be that your spouse comes first, you know, to a degree, obviously well, like, and that's a, it's not a hard and fast rule. Yeah, but. And that's a big reason why sometimes people get divorced, like when their kids leave for college. Nope. Yeah. Because yeah. they, you know, they don't, they didn't have a strong enough relationship with, you know, for 18 years or however long. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And I know that, you know, a lot of men really kind of like resent their wives. Well, they like resent their wives when their wife, like, you know, it's like they want the baby to sleep in their bed and all this stuff, you know, and it just gets, the mom can get really obsessed with the kid and that is not healthy for the marriage. So, and a lot of our listeners- It's not healthy for the kid. Right, it's not. Yeah, and a lot of our listeners, you know, maybe you have kids or you're gonna have kids soon or whatever in a few years. Like, it's just something to think about. Yeah. And it's also like all of that is a big reason why Drew and I are not in a hurry to have kids because we're like making sure that we have that relationship where we're the strongest, you know, the most yeah, important thing to each I other. Mean, so that when we have kids, that foundation's like yeah. not rocked. And kids, 
I mean, I love kids and I'm excited for whenever we do have children, but um, it's just not something that is at the, you know, we have a lot of time. We're it's not a priority right now. And I was even talking to, yeah. maybe it was Leah. Oh yeah, it was uh, our, my friend Leah. And, you know, she got married at 22. And she was mm-hmm. like, who let me get married at 22? Like, luckily, you know, she married Tyler, who is wonderful right. and her soulmate for sure. But it, she was like, oh, my gosh, I was so young. And looking back, you know, I kind of feel like that, too. Like, oh, even if I wasn't dating the person that I, you know, my soulmate or whatever, like, we're so young. And, yeah. you know, now that I've been married a year officially. Um, <laughs> and now you're you pro at this. Yeah, you can talk I'm not newlywed anymore. I haven't ate the cake yet. So so, so you're still newlywed until you yeah, eat the Yeah, I think until I eat the top layer of the cake. Um, it's at my parents' house in Augusta. So probably when we're home around Christmas. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we're still so young and mm-hmm. really no rush. And especially like, you know, with kids, like I'm just enjoying being married and it's really fun. And I feel like I just yeah. got married. Like there was someone that I follow I on Instagram. She just got married in September, June and she's already like three mm-hmm. months pregnant. So, and she's a little bit uh, older, so maybe that was kind of their plan all along, kind of like a William and Kate right. situation where they were like, oh, we're going to get married and immediately start having kids. But I just, and we didn't live with- I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, you and I didn't live with our husbands before. So- um, Yeah, which also changes things. Yeah, it's a totally different getting used to just living with a boy, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I'd only ever like- shared a house with like my dad and my brother i didn't have any and, brothers you know and i just had my dad yeah, yeah. who my dad is kind of yeah. introverted and like definitely was like a daddy's girl so but he he wasn't like messy yeah, or yeah like, like he wasn't yeah. like very dirty no i don't know if a lot of dads are dirty i don't know but anyway um <laughs> i just like never put his clothes in a hamper because my grandma would do it for him like even when he went to college he he was like spoiled like so he would he lived at home in college, um, but like he would, you know, leave for the day to go to class and to work and he would come home and his like room was clean. And so my parents were married for like seven or eight years, I think, before they had my brother. And that's I know like, you know, my mom had to be like, I'm not your mother. Like I'm not picking up your dirty clothes. <laughs> if they're not in the hamper, they're not getting that's washed. So funny. Yeah, I just I never I don't know. So it's been fun. But he's Jordan. I'm very lucky because Jordan's so sweet. He's cleaning the dishes. Uh, like this whole time if you've heard dish clinking he's been cleaning dishes this whole episode we don't have a dishwasher so it's a little bit intensive but um i did cook a nice dinner for his family so oh so he's he's paying you back i know but he's been cleaning like and also he's like a clean freak he loves and he like i don't do it right i'm not a big cleaner i'm a cooker and i'm not dirty i'm just messy I may like let me figure out how to make this look clean and then I'll deep clean eventually. <laughs> I don't deep clean. Jordan was like commenting on that. He was like, you know, yeah, I'm going to make our kids deep clean and stuff. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe because growing up, I didn't have to. I don't know. But <laughs> right. That's how I think. Because I mean, I always got in trouble for my room being messy. Oh, yeah. Um, I was, well, you know, my mom and room. <laughs> Oh, I know. And you know what mine look yeah. like. Mine still looks like that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Because, like, Drew has, like, a pile of clothes, like, dirty clothes on, like, the ottoman we have in our room. And I'm just like, mm, not going to worry about that until I do laundry. Yeah. Jordan Jordan is a cleaner. I'm thankful for him. <laughs> See, clean. <laughs> You're not like us where you have two slobs in one house. No. I, I'm lucky that that I have him. So, 
but he also wouldn't cook. He doesn't know how to cook. He like doesn't even. I had him. He makes good steaks. Yeah, well, he can make steaks, and he can makes like some breakfast food, like bacon and stuff. But besides yeah. that, like he's helpless. That's pretty much where Drew is. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty helpless. Like we would have pizza every night. But anyway, okay. Well, that's all I have going on. I think just more yep. stuff and That's- we have something I won't say what it is yet but we have something exciting planned for to kick off the Christmas season so definitely be yes. ready to get a lot of Christmas holiday content from Jackie and I we're even getting special music and everything I will tell that much and yeah, it is very I'm exciting. really excited about it. I know Jackie's excited about it, but I love Christmas. I love the holidays. It was so cold yes. today. I loved it. I'm just so excited. It was like, okay, so when I left the house to go to work today, it was like 70. And then when I like left to go home for lunch, it was like 55. It was, yeah, it was like in the 50s all day here. So I had the heat on. We had a fire tonight. Uh It's been so nice. But so if you want to continue the conversation or join in the conversation with us off air, then join our Facebook group. It's called the Millennial Homemakers. And we, like get notifications sent to our phone when you request. So we pretty much accept right away. It's not like one of those groups where you have to wait for like a week to be accepted by an admin. Yeah, no. Like if you wait more than five <laughs> minutes, like. Yeah, it's a little creepy. It's- I mean, I'm just like. A burr, burr, burr. Um, and then also yes. you can follow us on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers or our personal Instagrams. Mine is at Jacqueline Humble and Jackie's is at JV Alexander 16. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I think that's it. And next week, Week. We have an interview with another millennial homemaker lined up, which I'm very excited about. She's a listener and she has a style blog too. So we will introduce her. And um, if you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, or hey, even if you didn't, I don't care, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us get ranked and introduces us to more millennial homemakers. Anyway, so even if you, you know, just leave a star review and it doesn't even have to be a good review i read just the more reviews we get the better so yeah. but and like i mean be honest like if you don't like us or you don't like our content like tell us oh, like yeah. we're not gonna be offended we want to know yeah. if we're like in the wrong direction or just like completely and missing a lot mark. of our topics too are suggestions so if you have a suggestion mm-hmm. let us know because we are very open we want this to be as much or, about yeah, you. you know fellow millennial homemakers be part of the conversation so yeah. Yep. Okay. I think. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>